For the first time in more than five and a half years, we finally tonight have a few new answers to a question that has loomed over Indiana and over the town of Delphi. Who killed Abby Williams and Libby Jones? We have the bridge to, you gotta go through. Now, I believe that the bodies were found about born from a family's grief and determination. In April of 2020, Army soldier Vanessa Guillen went missing while stationed at one of the largest military installations. You hear that little music in the background that goes, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. Right. Knew about it or was there. It's, he's as guilty as the person who committed Chilling details in the arrest of a suspected serial killer caught before he could strike again. Him, they, they, they dropped the ball, man. Like they said, he went AWOL mm. and that uh, he was a deserter, and nobody went to look for Today is not a day to celebrate, but the arrest of Richard M. Allen of Delphi on two counts of murder. Like I said, we're going back. We were asked last time to kind of talk about the food, uh, the grub truck video, and kind of give our perspective of it. The, the, the press release from the police department indicated that they're still trying to put pieces together from that night. It, does that does that worry you in any, at any point uh, or at any bit that they're still trying to put those pieces together? It's been over five weeks since little Kaylee Anthony vanished. Her mother, Casey, has been arrested for lying to police. She's being held without bail. Three thousand. It still sucks. This is Phil J. Fry, and you're listening to the Drunken Turkey Show. You're one stop for this sort of thing. Hit that button, like and subscribe. You know what to do. Just like every other podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Drunk Turkey Show. I'm your host Daniel J. Alongside with me is Hi Man Big Blue. Big Blue uh, made it just in the nick of time. <laughs> Again, uh, he, he was here. He was here earlier, and uh, as soon as we hit live, he later he was gone. And we can almost guarantee that that's going to happen more often than not. Well, I want to thank everybody in the live chat that's with <laughs> us. Uh, hi, man. how you doing, man? Are you drinking with us tonight? Yeah, man, I'm drinking um, Dr. Pepper with some bird dog. Nice, man. Nice. I am too, man. I decided I wanted to. I'm almost done. I'm, I'm taking out the uh, the final bits of the uh, Crown Royal Salty Caramel. Mm. Crown, you need a you need a sponsor, yo. Right. Way, or bird dog. Yeah, yeah. Either way, man. They're the, they they're the competition for each other, right? Yeah. I'm, ha- I'm having it with some Coca Cola in my boot. That's <laughs> my that's, boot. that's boot. In my yes, that whatever you just said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hope everybody's um. Having a great time. Thank you, all the 207 of you guys already in here. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you guys. Um, so how was your weekend, Hammy, before we start? It was good, man. Um, I'll be honest, man. I did a lot of eating. I ain't going to lie. Oh, yeah? Where'd you go eat at? I ate at this Mexican restaurant. I ate, like, a fajita trio. So it was, like, fajitas and shrimp. And it was pretty much anything you could probably think of. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Damn, was it good? It was good, delicious, man. Good, delicious. Damn. We need, I need to try this out. I need to try this out. Did you do any drinking this weekend? Um, 
Yeah, I went to the bar. I went to the bar. I drank. I drank this new um, beer that they had there. Um, I can't remember what it's called, man. But it was like that. Remember that um, that metal uh, the one that drink we had last time on the taste out that had the. It was like medical medics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 hemp. Um, it was our, our. It was a hemp beer, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was what it tasted like that. So I was like, oh man, it was like twelve bucks too. <laughs> yeah, dude, those, those they can be pricey. Man. Everything's pricey right now, man. Yeah. I went and bought a twelve pack of sodas, and it cost like ten bucks. I said, "Jeez." <laughs> yeah. Did Daniel freeze up or? Uh, no, I'm, uh, it's just you, I guess. Yeah, I think he froze because uh, he's not moving. Like uh, I'm talking, I think. Uh, I think it's um, on your side, Blue. Uh, yeah, Blue. I think it's on you, buddy. It's on my side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, What's we're going to be, be right getting up? Blue into the studio here, pretty yeah, soon. Man. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it is what it is, Blue. But can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Well, then that's all. You, you look fine. You're you're moving. We can see you. So, yeah, we see. We've seen the peace sign like five times. I was wondering, yeah, what was going on there, man? It was because uh, like you when I think I first logged in, you had logged me in too, and I locked myself out, and I was like trying to get back in, and the computer just. Well, if if it, if it gives you any problems, man, just uh, we'll send you the link and get in on your phone, okay? All right. Um, so um, we're going to start off today's show with, uh, you know, stuff that we find in the news that we find relevant. And the first thing is, this is from ABC 11, uh, North, North Carolina State University student found passed away at private residence, identified. Uh, the crazy thing about this story is this is the ninth student to pass away uh, this year. Damn. I mean... You know, it's not even the end of February, and nine students from NC State have passed away. What the hell's going on? I have no idea. On Friday, the student was identified as 21-year-old Patrick Thomas Sullivan, and NC State representative said Thursday the student was found on an off-campus private residence, not on campus. According to NC State, deputy said that the student's death appeared to be accidental. Uh, the investigation is ongoing. A Wake County Sheriff's Office said Friday that an official cause of death will not be released until after the medical examiner's report is complete. Uh, the student's uh, passing is the ninth since the start of the school year and happened just days after an undergraduate student was found passed from an apparent um, where they took their own uh, life on campus. Damn, that's crazy. So, Apparently, there's been five um, passings this semester, this school, mm-hmm. you know, that were uh, students had taken their own life. Uh, that is beyond insane to me, guys. What do you think? Yeah, man. Unfortunately, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there with, you know, some mental issues you know, that need help. And sometimes they can't get it or they don't know who to talk to. Yeah, but well, um, we, on the other hand, like there's also a lot of drugs out there too. Uh, right. Even I mean, right now the one, but the major one right now is fentanyl, right? Right. Um, it's being it's being um, smuggled in from through Mexico and into the states. I mean, even here, my my you know my border town, you hear about it. 
about people overdosing on small doses, you know, like super small doses. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't take much for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was watching, I can't remember what other news article it was. And there was another one where there was a, a guy who is paralyzed um, because he was at a frat party. He was a freshman and um, they, they filled him up with booze. And when they did that, he uh, passed out. They uh, picked him up and um, he fell on his head and they picked him up again. They dropped him and they dropped him again and they left him on the ground and he ended up he, he's blind in a wheelchair and, and he can't speak. It's, it's super sad. Um, I was watching that earlier today and it was just like, he was part of a, it was part of a fraternity and what his, what ended up happening was they gave him a bottle of, of vodka, like in a, uh, like in a two liter, in a two liter jug, like a Coke jug. Yeah. And they, they gave it to him and, and they had him, uh, they told him that he had to drink it the entire night. And in the process of him drinking this alcohol, they also um, had him do a beer bong, I think, like twice or once. But they had it they had it all on camera. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so because it was all done in one of the uh, like the fraternity house. And you can see he had like passed out and they like they're just messing with him. And it, it was just like a joke. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. um, you know, for me, I just it's senseless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a big, it's a lack of compassion, you know what I mean? And common sense, too. Yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> um, the, and I'm going to pull this out. There's an ad on here that's inappropriate. I'll show you guys later. There was another article that I wanted to read, but there's an inappropriate ad on the side that I just saw that would have gotten us demonetized pretty quickly. Uh, dang it, they almost got me. Did you That's, um? Did did you all see that other video of the? I wanted to get your thoughts about it because I saw it. Um, was it Dave? I think it was yesterday. Dave for yesterday, either one. But that video of uh, of the kid, the seventeen year old that attacked the teacher over the Nintendo Switch. That, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you what do you think about that? Like, what do you what are your thoughts? Like, do you think? Is he gonna get jail time? He's gonna charge as an adult. Um, well, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of conversation going on uh, around that because apparently, like you said, he was you know he had a learning disability. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is he does he have the mental capacity uh, as an adult? Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Now, I think yeah. he should be responsible for his crimes and and, and whatnot. Uh, but you know. How do you charge somebody who has the mental capacity of a child? I think you'd have to go, you know, with with rules that were similar to a child. What do you think? Well, I think I, I, I see this kind of injuries all the time, man. I see them all the time. And sometimes when it's really bad, they'll send them to, like, a, like one of the schools where it's for only special needs children. And, um, and they might... I don't think they'll charge him because he, like you said, he's not, he's not mentally capable to understanding what he did was wrong. But I think um, they move him to school sometimes and they put him under more supervision. They put like two helpers instead of just one. Mm-hmm. 
and like because unfortunately it's it's sad but when they age out of high school like that and then the parents can't take care of them no more they send them to like the state hospital mm-hmm. and I, I kid you not one night i was working man and employee after employee kept coming in and i was like what the heck happened and we were just trying to stop one person sent in 14 people to my work that night man oh that's crazy because like I haven't I haven't even heard anything about the condition of the of the teacher. I don't know if y'all heard anything. I did, I did. The uh I think one of her children had came out and stated that she is home and recovering. You know, and, and the you know, it's bad enough right now as it is. You know, a lot of teachers don't want to teach, they don't want to they don't want to do this job anymore because it kind of seems like not in this situation, but in other situations, like they lost all authority. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And it feels. I think that's what they feel. They feel almost neglected by the by the school um, uh, system. You know. No, I, I think you're absolutely right, man. And it's it, it's one of those situations uh, where, like, especially in today's society, like the school is, you know, they're they're kind of in that situation where they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. You know, if they punish the child, they they're they're seen as you know, punishing somebody who, you know, is has um, mental health or um, disabilities. Mm-hmm. And um, if not, then you're also seen as somebody who's, you know, letting somebody get away with something that happened horrible to the teacher. You know what I mean? You're they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. No, a, yeah, for sure. Let me tell you this story, man. It's a real hard place because I have a lot of friends that have to extern at the state hospital or work at the state hospital. And I had a friend of mine who was just doing her internship. She was walking down the hall, and the girl that passed her just snapped, grabbed her by the head, slammed her into the wall, and you can't defend yourself. If you defend yourself, you go to jail mm-hmm. because they're 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 protected by a law that that they're mentally incapable of knowing what they're doing. So pretty much there, you, you either you have your guard up. And never let your guard down because it's gonna happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, like, there's other situations too where, I mean, I seen I seen videos where the, even the teachers like they defend themselves from from other students uh, or a couple of students and and they get they get fired and whatnot, you know. Yeah. Or they, they get screwed. I sent them the chat then. I wanted to see if we can show that one about the fentanyl. Oh man, there's a lot in the chat, bro. You, no, no, I said not, uh, in the in the messenger. Oh okay. Oh okay, we're over here. Let me see. Yeah. That happened a while back, but it's crazy how how that happened to that cop. Yeah, give me a second. Let me pull it over here. I'm, I'll be honest, Blue. I'll be honest, man. This is the longest we ever had you continuously. <laughs> yeah, there's a good chance you're not gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> Too far. Well, I I did a few things. I cleared out my computer a little bit more, and I moved well, my port. router about 15 feet closer to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I put it up high. I bought a pedestal from Amazon, and I put it like 10 nice. feet in the air so it can get more more surrounding area. So. Hmm. Hopefully it works. That's good, man. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, you stay with us. 
I'm trying to send myself this dang picture real quick so that I can pull it up for everybody in a minute. Oh, is this the one where he like he touches that stuff? Yeah. He touched yeah. the fentanyl and it gave him cardiac arrest. Yeah, man, that's that's some crazy stuff that you can't even touch it and you let alone people are shooting this things, you know, shooting it up, you know what I mean? Or taking it. Yeah. Luckily they had the the, the, the I think the Narcan to bring him back, but yeah, man. Imagine it didn't have that. That's crazy, man. That's sad, I mean, especially because, oh. like, you remember that that situation we had here in, in, in my town, right, Danny? Yeah. Uh, you know, four people. What they? I believe it was three people passed away at a party. Um, when they took, you know, some sort of substances that had were laced with fentanyl, and um, it was four of them, and one of them survived. But the other three passed away, including one of my buddy's um, mom. You know, yeah, that, that was a real, you know, it was a real, 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 yeah, I opened the wake up call. You know, to to believe that this stuff, even by touching it, can 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 kill you. Yeah, dude, it's 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 deadly stuff, man. It is extremely deadly stuff. I I, I don't understand why why it's. Um, you know being utilized you know what i'm saying yeah man like, like it, it doesn't make any sense it's oh for sure i don't i don't get it i don't get it but <clears throat> so we've got some some news that's come out over the weekend about brian Koberger and his past uh, a couple of things that we found kind of dig you know a little deeper into who he is and and what makes brian Koberger, uh you know who he is, who he is as a guy, and 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 whatnot. Let's see. Let me bring this up. So the first thing I wanted to bring up is this is from Inside Edition. It says uh, Brian Koberger's completed high Koberger's. Brian Koberger completed high school online for reasons that remain unclear. Um, basically, long story short, um, Dana told the Idaho statesman that the 20-year-old PhD student transitioned to online learning after spending his sophomore and junior year in a technical program offered by a school district. We have a uh, super chat. Somebody's buying us a pint. Thank you. $5 super chat from Queen of the People. We appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. If you guys want to donate to us or support us, we take uh, super chats. There's uh, the cash app down there, cash app sign, Drunk Turkey Show. Also, the beanies, the merch is at drunkturkeyshow.com. Well, anywho, um, back to this. Uh, it says here, administrators will not say whether Koberger or school administrators made the decision to remove Koberger from in-person learning. So basically, he was removed from in-person learning and put into only, uh, you know, behind a computer screen, only going in there for uh, for computers. Now, she says she could not speak on why Koberger left the program, but said that student could choose to leave or be asked to leave due to disciplinary action. And the fact that this person said that leads me to believe that that's probably what it was. Um, you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't think that they would have brought that up unless that was the case. And so it appears that this guy had some disciplinary issues going back to high school. He was, you know, maybe perhaps, you know, a lot of people paint this guy as being, uh, I guess like an incel mm -hmm. and, um, you know, this guy seems like, uh, like a, 
like a uh, like a disciplinary action kind of guy, bully, not so much the incel type. What do you think, Jaime? No, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, there's 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 always those cases that you hear about. It's like where this guy always gets in trouble but never gets fired, right, for whatever job he's doing. And then it turns out that he does something even worse, you know, to a, a certain person. And then they're like, well, why didn't y'all do this? Get rid of him. You know, I think this is the same thing that was happening here, you know. Um, I'm, I'm surprised it didn't happen within the school system itself. Right. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Big Blue? Do you, you're starting to see a pattern here. I mean, it, it's fairly obvious he got into some heavy drugs, and we're going to actually talk about that here in a second. And that may have played a role into his behavior change. But, um, you know, are, are we? do you feel that this is like a, uh, you know, painting starting to get cleared up and painting a, a picture of who Koberger is? Uh, you're muted, Big Blue. But before you unmute yourself, I'm going to say we have uh, Queen Net with $2. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. And it's a crime and shame coming in with six ninety nine Canuck bucks. Here with some oh, here another drink. Have another one on me. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you guys. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we hear you now, All Big right. Blue. Yeah, I think it it was probably around that time when he started using drugs when he was younger. So he probably started having some issues. Remember, um, we spoke to his friend saying that he she stopped hanging around with him around a certain time. Probably because he stopped going to school because of the drug issues. Yeah. And we sent him to rehab and all that stuff. So. Well, I mean, speaking of, you know, drug issues, this was reported by, um, I can never say, I think, I think it's just Meow, M-E-A-W, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this yeah. says here, Ashley Flugel, Brian Koberger's rumored gay girlfriend, passed from heroin OD in 2018 claim sources um so uh, we'll read this article and then we'll discuss it there's a uh, a picture um uh, within ashley's um instagram that has somebody that looks kind of similar to to brian and we'll look at that so it says here um and that's not really any part of importance okay yeah uh, here you go. So it goes here. Initially, it was suggested that Brian Koberger was a kind of a loner, but as per a new report, that wasn't the case. It has been said that he was actually quite close to one of his class classmates named Ashley Flugel. A Twitter account also shared a very conflicting statement asserting that Flugel was Koberger's only girlfriend, but was uh, gay. And so um, this is the Twitter account, Jez. Who was Ashley Flugel? Flugel was Koberger's friend from high school, the Yahoo Statesman reported, which also stated the two used to take uh, heroin together. But in 2017, 2018, she faced numerous drug charges, which demanded she appear in court. However, May 18th, before the 23-year-old could make her court appearance, she was found passed inside of inside a home in the uh, 1200 block of Lindsay Lane in Effort Trust Hill Township. It was said that she passed due to an accidental overdose as per young woman's obituary. She graduated from Pleasantville Valley High School in Broadheadville and was a member of Our Lady of Queen of Peace Catholic Church in Gilbert. Her, her 
Also, her Instagram bio describes her as very fragile, but never weak. Beauty isn't perfection. Some other posts. This is one of her posts that um, I guess made some lead to believe that she was uh, homosexual. Um, But, I mean, does that affect anything? I mean, why even bring that up, right? I think they're just trying to bring up the fact that he had one, he had a girlfriend, but he's the people that he did have friends with or was able to associate mm-hmm. um, were those that were also addicted to narcotics. I think there was a report that that stated that two of his friends had passed away from ODs in his life um, um, oh, prior. Oh. Yeah, there goes blue. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> jinxed him. He jinxed him. I know. And so. You know, like I said, I, it's not anything of too much of importance as far as that goes. Like, but talks about, you know, he wasn't, you know, he may have had a girlfriend, you know, at one point. And yeah. I think that's been rumored to be him right here. Man, he looks, looks photoshopped in there. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Dude, he looks like a young Jamie Kennedy. Oh, the uh, from Malibu. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. younger than that, like younger than that. But yeah, no, that's the guy. Um, let's see what else that came out. So yeah, he, you know, yeah, and she passed ahead. in 2018, right? You said the the girlfriend passed away in two, yeah in 2018. Yes. Oh, damn, and this. Drug problem, man. The United States has well, not even just the United States, but a lot of places. You know what I mean? It's it's um, it gets to a point where like you, like when you have kids, like you don't know what they're doing out of your house. It's, it's scary, man. That you can get that phone call, and it's it's hella scary. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, man. You're you're absolutely right. It, it, it's uh. You know, when we were young, we used to go out, right? And I, we thought, yeah, ain't nothing going to happen to us. And Go out parties. You know, we, we were confident in, in the fact that we were okay. But, hell, man, if our parents, like, knew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as, uh, you know, how it was when I was younger, I mean, luckily I never got into any of those, um, you know, situations with drugs. Uh, I, I'm, you know, beer was a different thing, you know, and liquor. Now, I'm talking about the times we were illegally street racing down the streets of Mexico. <laughs> uh, don't don't you dare dox us here. At- <laughs> it's in Mexico, and it happened uh, several years ago. <laughs> what happens in Mexico stays in Mexico. Yeah, man, you don't, you don't want to know any of my Mexico stories, man. Yeah, some crazy ones. That, that's on the members only. Yeah, that's yeah, members only. That is a members only. You know it. I will let y'all know about this one though. This is a crazy one. So one night we went to go drink, and it was at one of the new clubs across the street from my amigos. I can't remember the name of it. And we were all drinking, and you know how people get dumb and they get in fights. But it was getting crowded, and some band was going to play a Corona Club, which most people don't know what Corona Club. It's a club that comes out in Desperado. It's the one where he dances and kills everybody in the bar. So we went to that club. And my friend called us all panicking, trying to find us. 
because at the table we were at, somebody got in a fight behind us and somebody pulled out a gun and shot the guy, but it went through him and it got the guy at the table in the head. And he perished. The hell, he, thought was, he, he thought it was one of us. I was like, damn, that was, that's what it's crazy because we were just there like 10 minutes ago. Damn, that's crazy, man. That's that's um, it, it wasn't meant to be, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, this stuff happened to us too a couple of times. I mean, we went out to Mexico and uh, we ended up deciding not to go to the certain place, right? And then, like, mm-hmm. we, had, we we find out like the following day there was like a they shut up that the club and shit, you know. Yeah, uh, it's crazy, right? Like, I mean, it happened to us, to me and Danny, Daniel J. We it happened to us last time, a couple of years ago, with um, with the situation in in Las Vegas. Remember Las Vegas? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're actually planning on going there. Remember? Yeah. And I don't know what happened that 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 we ended up just you know what we're like we're gonna wait on it and let's see what the hell happens later on this year, and then the. The big shooting, the mass shooting happened. And we're like, what the hell? Remember we were talking about it last time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, dude. We were planning on going sometime around that time of the uh, the year. Because um, we, we, we've done some... Damn, there goes blue again. We've done some pretty crazy trips. Um, we went to Lake Tahoe. We went to Vegas. We've gone to Colorado. So we've, we've done some traveling. And... Uh, yeah, it's insane. Like, like another one. I mean, it has nothing to do with anything like that. But me and my wife, we went to, uh, we were in the Kentucky area looking at land in Kentucky and Nashville. And we we left. And like two weeks later, like four tornadoes struck that area where we were traveling through. It is insane. It is insane. That's scary. So I was sent this, though. By one of our viewers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how accurate or how real or whatnot, but I thought I'd bring it up. It says uh, ratemyprofessors.com and uh, overall quality based on one rating. Brian Koberger, criminal justice department at Washington State University, one of five. Would not take again. Level of difficulty five. I don't know if there's some kind of credibility. I'll just click that here in a second to see if it asks me questions or whatnot. Tough grader. Beware of pop quizzes accessible outside of class. Okay, so it says quality one, awful. For credit, yes. Mandatory grade withdrawal and drop. Textbook, yes. It says dude was the worst. So first thing I had noticed was the date, December 31st, 2022. I wonder if this is the date that this person took it, then I, I think it's fishy. What do you think? What was the date? December thirty first, twenty twenty two. I think he got arrested the day before. Yeah, that is that is that is real weird. Yeah, let me see. I just see. All right, I just want to see what happens. By uh, well, who's a professor? Difficulty very hard. I just want to see what happens if I plug in on this. No. Yes. I'll find out. Receive the A plus tough grader. Get ready. Uh, uh I gotta join this. All right, I'm not, I'm not gonna join, but I was just curious if anybody can just put a rating on anyone. You know what I mean? They're like Yelp. 
Yeah, like if that ends up being the case, though, it's just it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But man, we're we're pretty much in the uh, no information time when it comes to the Coburger case. Um, do you guys have anything else that's uh, interesting or that's gotten you? Uh, what do you call it? Yes, this is. Hold on, I saw this. City Acuna near Del Rio. That is an area we may or may not have visited. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, and so, uh, what's that, Big Blue? I said uh, I, there's a lot of stories in that Acuna that. <laughs> And I stay in Acuna, you know, like kind of. Yeah, definitely. I, I did see the 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 fact that uh, cozy arguments are are gonna come up on the Alec Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up, man. What do y'all think about the um, the oh, bombshell man. evidence that they brought up of, about the two shooters? Oh man, I saw I saw the way the jurors looked. And um, I don't know, man. It looks like it's gonna be a hung jury. You think they're uh, gonna? He's, they're hung up. Yeah, man. I really do think so. I what about really you? Do think so. What about you, Big Blue? What do you think? Did you see it? I did not see the closing argument, so or I haven't seen you know, that. You know what? I'll bring it up and then we'll react to it. We'll react to it. That way, we get your your full full like uh, response. Just don't get too crazy. I was going to ask you what you also thought about, you know, the house being demolished for the Idaho Ford house being demolished. Yeah, it got got donated right to the school and the school decided to take it down. Or am am I right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Something like that. Some of that nature. They're going to make something there. Like a memorial. Was that true? Yeah. 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 That's what I heard. I, I don't know how true it is, but that's what I heard. That they were going to, de- well, I heard they were going to demolish it. I don't know what they're going to do with it as far as making a memorial there or somewhere else. Um, you think it's the right thing to do? Oh, man. It's, um, I think it's at this point, it's up to the parents. You know, I think they should leave it up to the parents to decide if they want to make that into a memorial. Um, if, if I was in that position, I don't think I would. I don't think, um, I'll be comfortable, you know, especially like, like if if it happened in the town that I lived in, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, obviously she wasn't from there. Like, no, she didn't. Like the parents were there and whatever, but like, it's just a reminder, kind of. Yeah, no, I hear you on that one, definitely. I, but I think the house, like, is it brings back too many bad memories. So if they just demolish it and build like, like the little memorial thing, I think it's better for me. Yeah. Like the one that I keep hearing here and that's giving issues here in Texas is uh, the school in Nuvalde. Mm-hmm. They're coming up to the one-year anniversary. Yeah. And they haven't demolished it yet. They haven't... Uh, I guess I was talking to a friend of mine. They said they found a lot where they're going to build a new school. Yeah, now, yeah. There's an uproar because... It's not in the same area, so a lot of the lower income people are gonna have to drive to take their kids to school across town, and they don't want that now. Well, I, I don't know how big of the uproar. I mean, why is not a big place? You know, yeah, what I, mean? I know, but, but I mean, there's always gonna be those people that just you know, it just it's inconvenient for them. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. No matter what. But um, um I also I don't know if you know, but I think H E B put up a couple of mil. I don't know if that's if you heard about that. I think they put like two million dollars or something like they donated to the to make a new school for, for the people for the elementaries to make an elementary school in Duarte. Yeah, yeah. And they also did uh they did get the property donated too. So they have the funds, it's there. They just now they're trying to get it approved by the city if that's where they want to build it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when they come, you know, look, when they also did the same thing with, uh, remember Jeffrey Dahmer, um, his apartment, all the apartment complex got demolished. When they, whenever he got busted, they, they, I guess the state bought it and they demolished it. And it also had, I mean, it was a big hazard too, so I wouldn't blame him. But I'm not sure if they made a memorial out of, you know, out of the, for the victims. I'm not sure if they did that. I know they were gonna make a a park there, but mm-hmm. I don't think they ever did, got to the point to, of making the park. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, one thing that I find that's a little bit like disgraceful, and and when it comes to like why it should be demolished, is you have people that are showing up at the at the residence and doing like TikToks in front of it and like dancing. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand, you know, some some folks were out there reporting, you know, trying to get, you know, information and, you know, especially early on in the investigation, why Elantra was out there. Nobody knew where it was at, um, you know, getting, you know, getting boots on the ground and then to go go back there and and, and, and you know, TikTok around there now, uh, you know, I wouldn't have thought it would have been a bad thing had. Uh, let's just say they decided to knock it down and then build another, you know, residence or something, or, or, or even if they would have torn it up in the inside and then remodeled it, would you have thought that was would have been the bad move? Um, it just like I said before, man, it just depends. Everybody has their own opinion at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Uh, some people think that'll be the best bet and some people won't you know right but i think at this point uh i would ask the the parents because in, in, at the end of the day it's gonna be is their kids you know is their loved one that passed away in there yeah yeah no i agree man i agree but you know the other thing is like i don't know i wouldn't have taken any I wouldn't have been offended myself had they not torn it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I get why they did it. And I, I, you know, it's good for them. I hope they get compensated in some form or fashion. Cause I, I mean, this, it's not the business, the, the property owner's fault that this happened. You know what I'm saying? And that's a huge yeah. financial loss. You know what I'm saying? Now I think they'll probably, because they use the word donate and, and whatnot, It'll probably be, uh, um, you know, get some tax incentives for it. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull this up real quick. Now that we have blue back, now that hey, blue dude, is brings up a video, my thing can't handle it, man. It throws me out. <laughs> well, to... big blue, you might need little blue if you think can't handle a little bit of video. All right, so let's. Uh, I'm gonna meet her, uh, meet yourself. We'll watch this and then we'll talk about it. The pellets coming out of here now would have definitely begun to spread, and you would have seen pellets all across the side of his left side of his face, which you didn't. 
Um, so, and, and then finally, if you look at this angle here again, imagine door here, gun in this thing, then even if, even if, and I think there's no evidence of it, but even if the shot could go through Paul's head and create an exit pathway, then that would project whatever pellets and bone matter that way. Whereas if you move the shooter to the other side and we shoot into Paul downward this way, then all of this material comes back at the shooter, but also it's going this way into that upper corner, which is where we see the penalty effects and the, the heavy blood and the hair. I was going to, okay, just take a seat. Thank right. you. Thank you. Take that down. Mr. Palmback, let's talk um, a little bit about the reconstruction of murder of Maggie Murdoch. Um, did you um, did you assess the crime scene as it relates to her? I did. And what what your observations? Well, generally, uh, there's a couple of really key observations. One, all of her wounds were facing the direction of the shooter. So, at all times during this uh, her shooting, she's facing the shooter. Now, she is moving for sure. You know, there is some degree of movement you know, from where the initial shooting most likely occurred, which is, we can't give you an accurate estimation for that. We can give you a really good estimation where it ended and that's where we find her. Um, and, and, and I'll talk about which wounds were associated with that in a minute. But you see so you have her facing the attacker the entire time. At no point did she turn or blade or, or anything other than face him and moved a little bit in the area, although not much. Uh, and then the shooter, based on the overall distribution of the shell casings, also moved, again, somewhat, moving, you know, you know toward where the ultimate location where we find Maggie. I'm going to show you three, two photos. Uh, Defense Exhibit 163 and 164, and ask if uh, if you relied upon those. Uh, I did. Defense Exhibit 163 and 64 in evidence at this time. Submit it. If you don't mind pulling out 163, Doug. Thank you. And Jerry's seen this, but just give us an overview of what this is. Well, so so Maggie is is underneath the blanket there, and, and she's um she's in a face down position there. Just, um, just leave it like that. Don't her head is, is more toward us and uh, her feet are, are pointing more toward, uh, I think what's been identified as a, as a dog house. Yeah. Um, you'll see placards uh, in the foreground, three and four, uh, which are two of the, the blackout 300 casings. Uh, you'll see a placard 12, which is over on the grass, uh, more in alignment, you know, we're heading more toward uh, Maggie's head area. And uh, that was a, a large piece of what appears to be brain-like material. Um, and while you can't see the numbering, there are additional placards to the left, immediately to the left side. Well, they're on Maggie's right side, but as we view the photograph, they're to the left of where she's currently located. Um, so, so this just gives us some general orientation of approximate locations of the shooter and certainly um, uh, where at least the, uh, the, the, the fatal shot to Maggie was taken. So... <clears throat> Uh, this is a, uh, a, a, a scene recreator and, and and weapons expert, blood expert, the whole nine yards, right? And so he's recreating or talking about the scene of Maggie. You can see uh, uh, Alex shaking, looking down. He, he's. Do you think that's real, guys? Or do you think that that's, that's, that's an act job? Oh, man. It's, it's, the only... 
person would be able to tell is like a body language expert, but mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't be able to tell. Um, not but just the body language, but you know, like like when he went on testimony and testified, um, he was um, his body language was a little bit different. You know what I mean? That he was more calm. As a matter of fact, I thought he was a lot more calm and collected through his testimony. You know, and to see him this like kind of jittery, if you can say, yeah. while he's not understand, you know, it's it's kind of it's way different. I thought he would act like this while he was, he's actually taking the testimony. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Steeler fan comes in, put a one in the live chat if you think that this is sincere and real. Put a two if you think it's fake. Thank you, Steeler fan. I think it's fake because when you see him like like listening, he's just like looking at his water bottle, just like reading the label. Seeing what's in it, you know, like it just seemed weird to me. Mm -hmm. And so, well, let's listen in a little bit longer, and then we'll talk about what uh, what they say. It was just mute everybody. I'm Shady Defense Exhibit 149, and the other two we'd we'd move to those be under seal and 149 under seal. Is this uh, live by us and reaching your conclusions? I did. Your Honor, we move, excuse me, exhibit 194, not 149. 194 in evidence uh, under seal at this time. No objection. And um, if you don't mind pulling up, Doug, um, well, before I do that, let's, let's go to um, 164, and uh, which is a close, closer up area um, around the um, side by side as they call it uh, what's the significance of this photo um again i think this is an area in, in which maggie passed uh was passed by uh, during this incident uh it's also an area uh that's being highlighted now where uh what appears to be her damage a damaged loop bearing which is consistent in in shape and design and structure to the one that's still in her right ear this one would have come out of her left ear at the time of that impact uh, shot to her left ear and and more or less just been blown over this direction. And, and, and the jury that has seen the autopsy photo of the injury to her left ear, is this, just, do you believe this earring is a byproduct of that injury? I, I do. Okay. And then, um, and then just briefly, I'm gonna pull up 194 and ask if you can, um, just, just generally, I, I think you, you were um, hair on, on her body what significance is that? And, and if you'll hot, you know, blow up her legs. Right. Please. So, you know, we, when you find a body, you always have to wonder, is that really the position that the body remained in or, you know, uh, through medical, you know, maybe the defendant or, or the accused or the shooter did something to the body more likely in a medical evaluation, they did something to it. We always just want to know, is it, are we looking at it in the right orientation? Did somebody flip it over and, and, and whatnot? And, and so I think it was valuable to, in this case, to have seen that injury in the back of her head, uh, the massive amount of hair that came off of that. And then if you look close up on the on uh, the back of her legs, you'll see just dozens and dozens of hairs um, laying on top of her legs, which would be a, a good indicator that she didn't get moved. Uh, that, that this is, we can count on this being the final position, unaltered position of Maggie. Doug, can you go back to 163? Oh, you, you mentioned um, a marker 12 a moment ago and 163. And again, what do you understand 12 to be? Uh, it, it's physiological material. I mean, it looks structurally like brain material, but it, it's physical. 
in, in, in your your opinion, would the shooter of Maggie have any blood spatter, blood, biological material on him or her? I think it's possible. I, I think it's possible because, uh, as we're seeing here, that you have a projection of, of uh, brain material backwards toward the direction of where the shooter would have been located. Um, we also have uh, a couple of the shots, the, the left thigh shot and the abdomen shot, which have been uh, identified as having stippling around them. Uh, by virtue of being stippling, it, that does make it an intermediate distance, and that's going to move the shooter in anywhere from, I, I would agree, I think Dr. Ryan said a foot to three feet is probably, is probably a, a good approximation. Okay. Mr. Palmback, do you have an opinion um, based upon a, a more probably than not that whether there was one or two shooters who mur murdered Maggie and Paul on the night of June 7th? I did have an opinion on that. And what's your opinion? My opinion is the totality of the evidence is more suggestive of a two-shooter scenario. And what, I mean, please explain the basis of your opinion. Okay. Um, so. so I'm going to let him explain, but this guy who's an expert says that he believes that there's two shooters. Mm -hmm. uh, does that surprise y'all or do y'all think, you know, did that not catch y'all guard? Well, I mean, he did try to hire someone, remember, that, that time? Yep. And uh, that didn't go um, as planned. Right. So there's that. So the the possibility was always there, but I don't know. I don't, I don't remember in the scene where he was talking about also, like, the height from what it was shot from. Right. So it could be... I'm not really sure how tall uh, Alex, Alex uh, Murdoch is, but if anybody was shorter or, or, or taller, it would be a different ter uh, trajectory. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's six foot four. He's a big dude. So yeah, like, he's a guy. So like, if someone was like five ten, there would be a difference in trajectory. You know what I mean? Depending on what kind of weapon they're using. Right, right. What about you, Blue? What do you think about this startling bombshell evidence up to this point? He hasn't explained why yet, but do you think that because there's possibly two um, shooters here that that uh, somehow makes Alex innocent? No, because he could be the other shooter if there is two shooters. Exactly. I brought it up to, uh, you know, he hired somebody to shoot him and or or talk somebody into shooting him you know and supposedly it wasn't for money what motive would that guy have to to commit that crime you know out of the goodness of his heart he was just going to shoot his friend in the head or his cousin in the head i don't think so i think there's, there's got to be some sort of motive and if it's not monetary it mm -hmm. might be because he was in on something else you know what i'm saying yeah yeah you know what i mean bad people money Right, and I, I think maybe perhaps, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know. What do you, what, what's that? Weren't they um, disputing, like, uh, property, him and um, his wife? I believe, what do you mean? Like, I know that I heard rumors that there was supposedly breaking up or, or splitting yeah, up. Yeah, they were, like, supposedly, they were still together, like, living together, but not, not together together. Right. I heard. I heard that, that there was a dispute with uh, some property. I don't know if that could be a, a motive or, you know, even a trigger at that point. Right. I mean, well, it was the son's boat crash. 
that yeah. that basically started to bring everything out right yeah. and so that was supposedly the motive for the son the wife was supposedly leaving him that's the motive for the wife um but man i mean that's that's some that's crazy i mean so let's 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 go back let's go back so you have the snapchat video right mm -hmm. it, he has a a story that kind of you know i guess would line up with the snapchat video where um where alex is outside and he's out there with his wife and that the dog one of the dogs ends up getting a uh, a chicken yeah and um he goes out there to to, to take the chicken out of the dog's mouth now <clears throat> with the two weapons that were described in that scenario if if murdoch or alex is the shooter for both victims so he shot one with the shotgun one with the rifle mm -hmm. do you think in that moment he has those weapons on his person yeah. strapped onto him mm -mm. okay so we would assume that those weapons were in his golf cart at the least but yeah. it just, uh, but then again that you know that his, his story changed remember right. after the snapchat video right came out so like he had time to you know rehearse or whatever or make up a a, a, a story that's plausible yeah make up a story that fits the evidence mm-hmm but but let's let's look at the evidence and and what had occurred you at think what maybe he uh he came back like he said he might have left for a second came back with the weapons because he was angry uh, maybe found one shot him and then maybe the wife came to check and see what happened and then he switched guns and shot her with the second gun all right, so if he were to switch guns, where was that? Where would that gun be at? Yeah, maybe like I said, if he was driving a golf cart, probably had it in the back. So, so, so then he would have shot Paul, and based on the description of what had occurred, it sounds like he was in close range, right? Mm -hmm. So then he would have had to have ran back to his golf cart, switched the guns, and then ran to his wife. What would be the purpose to run to the golf cart to switch the guns? Yeah, like why, why to 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 uh, if if it was just him himself, it would just be to make it look like there was two people. To you know, what I mean. That, yeah, that's right. the only that's the only way but like yeah. like you know, go ahead how many times did he shoot the sun a few times right Shotgun. Yeah. uh no i don't think so um but all right so see because i'm not too like familiar with this case i only know like the um the highlights of it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and, and so uh what 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 comes to me is all right why did he switch the guns and why would he have two on his person and that would be that he was going to um what's the word i'm looking for um 
try to make it look like there was two people. That was the plan. That was what his intent was going to be from yeah. from the get go. So he planned everything out, right? Even up to that point. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just like nobody's seeing him walking up with two guns strapped onto him, like and saying. It just varies, you know man. Like if, if they use that that property for target practice. Then I see him carrying multiple guns to that one. When we would go to the gun range, you know, everybody would take two or three guns just to shoot their guns off. True, but, but wasn't it like nine o'clock at night? Yeah, it was. It was pretty late. Um, let me know in the live chat. How long after that Snapchat video was taken was the attack supposedly had occurred? I thought I had heard it was just minutes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't very long, so he's taking off to go get the the chicken out of the dog's mouth, right? Yeah, yeah. So and then he goes and puts the chicken on something, and then he goes back t- to his golf cart, pulls out the gun at that point. Yeah, it had to be. I mean, it was just a short, mi- like a short amount of time. Yeah, five minutes. Everybody's saying it's minutes. It's yeah. so, but I don't think it would be a. Uh, it wouldn't be suspicious because they had a lot of weapons. You know, what I mean, they were out, they were go mm-hmm. shooting and everything like that. So it wouldn't be suspicious to have somewhat a weapon or a rifle in the golf cart. All right, because I think at one point they, I'm not really sure how. They went out to check out property. I'm not sure if they took uh, the truck or the golf cart. I'm not really sure. Right. But I'm, I'm guessing that, you know, if you go out there, you would like to take a weapon just to let me shoot out there. I mean, they has so much acres out there. Right. Yeah. So it wouldn't be that, that suspicious if he was carrying a gun in the golf cart. Yeah. So, so the other thing that, that caught my attention about this case was, that day that he spent with his son and they did all these things and had a, had a beautiful day. Right. Uh, I don't want to sound cold or mean or anything. No, go ahead. But like, you know, what, what caught my attention was like, man, did this guy do like, like, you know how when some people go and put down their, their animal, like it's terminally ill, then they go and take the animal to like a mercy, kind of sort of, yeah. Like, well, they go and spend time, they take it to their favorite spots where they used to hang out, go do yeah. all these things because it's the last time, yeah. You know, I felt I, I got that kind of vibe from that at first. D- did you, yeah, dude, I did actually. I thought about it too. I was like, maybe he was just out there, you know, he explained that he was out there with his son, you know, before this happened. And they had a great time, and and um, it does feel like he made it seem like that was probably going to be the the end of them together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That was that was the vibe I got out of that man. And I was just like, man, this guy, you know, he he's, he could be that cold. You know, I mean, he he really didn't care about anybody else's family or their lives or or anything. I mean, he clearly was. You know, uh, doing some horrible things, uh, which, you know, which he's not denied. So, you know, because I don't think he can, 
he's you know there's nothing you know how can he deny the the thefts and things of that nature and so um yeah. you know perhaps if there was some way of him talking his way out of that maybe he wouldn't be so um you know up for up front about it but what do you it, think uh like in the i've seen some theories that he probably owed some some drug you know drug dealer or somebody a lot of money and they had to return his family and what if it was his way of putting them down in a uh, more humane manner by him doing it instead of somebody coming over and torturing them and you know, I know, man. It don't sound like it was very humane, to be honest with you. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's not humane. <laughs> you know the stories that happen in, in Mexico with people that, that owe drug lords money. But rather me instead of them, right? Yeah, it's like you're, you're gonna find them hanging from the bridge. You're gonna find them in pieces in front of your house. You're gonna find them burned. It, you're gonna torture your life up. And that's not so, me joking around. That's the truth. You don't mess with those people. I mean, oh, yeah, man, you don't want that. I mean, he he said that he was taking so many, um, what was it? Uh, what kind of drug was he into? Uh, Oxycontin. Oxycontin, yeah, right. Yeah. I heard he was, taking so, he was taking so many, like like a phenomenal amount, right? Like, yeah. He was spending. Yeah, yeah, he, he, was, he had an issue. Now, in the Snapchat video, he does say, oh, Bubba or whatever, right? Um, is Bubba not his dog? Is that is that his son Buster? Is that his nickname for his son? No, but if that's a dog, if that's a dog, all right, that's what I thought. I just want to make sure because he has some he has some weird nicknames. You know what I mean for his for, for people that are he's close to. Yeah, and like you said last time, like I mean, what we were talking about last time, like when he was using his nicknames while he wasn't on the stand, it was just I don't know. I, I feel I feel like it was just. Like I said before, I think he was just trying to get to some at least one juror. The one, I mean, you know I mean, get some sympathy for one of them, and that's all you need. I mean, he's he's danced around in a courtroom for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So um, he knows all the little tricks and, and tactics to to it's sway a jury. Yeah, and, and 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 it's hard to find out what's genuine and what's not. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But I will say this. They they got his ass uh, on the lying part when they were talking about uh, that prosecutor walked him right into it when they're like, when was the moment that you decided to lie? Right. And he was like, oh, it was uh, it was a numerous of factors. It was this factor. It was that factor. It was this. Yeah. And then they played back the 911 tape where he lied on that. And they're like, this was you lying before all those factors that you indicated are the reasons why you were lying and that's before and all he could say was i disagree and so i think he's involved i think he's involved i think that there's two shooters and i think that other shooter is possibly the same guy that shot him in the head on the side of the road uh, that's my that's what i'm thinking that's my thoughts i mean if, if he gets off from these charges the murder charges uh, i mean he still has to um he still has the other charges against him, right? About yeah, the, right. the money, embezzlement, all that stuff. And I think they might have a better case on that right now at this point. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, I, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, GP asks, why would you lie? Why would you lie? Do you think that there is a um, a reason? Let's just say, oh, there goes Blue again. Let's just say he is innocent of this charge, right? Why would he lie if he was innocent? Yeah, exactly. Well, in the beginning of the of his testimony, he, he said that he gets paranoid, and that's why he lied. Um, but I don't know, man. I got that. I mean, I'm me personally. I don't know if I would try to give as much information as I could, you know, to find out who who did that to my family. But I wouldn't feel paranoid. I wouldn't lie, you know, especially if I knew I wasn't involved. Here, here's the thing about his paranoia thing: is he also said that when somebody questioned him about um, the money missing or or whatever the case may be, that he was able to. Uh, you know, talk his way and that those things didn't cause him paranoia. And 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 I felt like the prosecution got something there. They're like, oh, you get paranoid just because there's a cop behind you. But when you've stolen hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars from somebody and somebody's questioning you about it, there's you're, you're calm and cool as a pickle. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Exactly. exactly. And especially like, how can you be paranoid with that kind of job? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he also had the badge and he used it and he said that that gave him a certain amount of privilege or favoritism amongst law enforcement. And um, there's videos of him with it on his pocket and he's trying to still explain that away. You know, if he would have came forward and said, you know, even in that moment, like, you know, I I put it there because I was trying to gain some information. Mm -hmm. Okay, but. You know, you can you can be honest about a couple of things and and say you're 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 guilty of this and that and and trying to it, it's it's a deflection. That's all it is, is he's deflecting to some lower end crimes, which are still pretty big, but a lot less serious than what he's accused of here. And he's deflecting it, you know, but he's still lying on certain things. And um he, it's clear that he's still lying on certain things you know i think the fact that he says that he still went and took a nap i don't understand why you know it's obvious that's not what he did this there was no time there for him yeah, so exactly. i mean even when when i was telling you that he remembers what was on the what team was playing that day on the tv yeah. but yeah he couldn't tell he can't remember if he actually turned around I mean, he turned the body over or whatnot. He can't. He couldn't yeah. remember that. You know, I mean, there's there's just little things like that. It's like, oh, that's that's weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he doesn't want to remember because he wants to. You know, if he doesn't have any DNA on him, then he can say he didn't. And if something comes up, then he has a plausible reason as to why. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Closing arguments. It is, man, but you know what? I think it's time. It's, it's Jaime's favorite time. <laughs> it's... Beware. They lurk everywhere. You can't hide. It's time for a little deck. It's Drunk Turkey Show Dumbass Criminals. I mean attraction. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay, let me ask you something, Danny. Since you were, you know, in law enforcement before, right? What 
what is the weirdest thing you ever seen after someone gets released from maybe the drunk tank? You know what I mean? Uh, that I've seen after they're released, or, or, or yeah, after they're released, they spend a night in jail for being, uh, you know, drunk. You know what I mean? In public, just just a couple of jackasses talking smack as they walk out. Nothing crazy. I haven't seen anything crazy when they're being released. They're usually sobered up by then, right? They don't do anything that crazy, right? Right. Well, get, normally not. Well, get this: a twenty-year-old college student was booked into Washington jail for underage drinking right right and you know what he did right after he got what released he, what he do man what he do well it was during christmas right last year and he stole the presents underneath the christmas tree from the department the, the police department and he ran away like dude like how dumb is that right man so so he stole from the Christmas. You know, that's probably a blue Santa. That's probably, you know, gifts that they give to the less fortunate and things of that nature. So this jackass goes and, and takes mm-hmm. takes uh, from there. Yeah, he, he he stole three. Okay, let me tell you. He stole an empty box. <laughs> and he sold a, a box that had off like feminine, like you no know, hygiene stuff, like you no know, body wash and stuff like that. And the other one was like uh, they had rocks in it because it was just for show at one point. <laughs> and he got rearrested for it. Oh, man. Maybe he liked the food. Uh, Big Big Blue, have you ever stolen gifts while being released from the drunk tank? I think, I think that's a question everybody wants to know. I think you're muted, Blue. Or he fell asleep. One of those. Or he fell asleep. I think he. I think Blue has left presents. <laughs> he's left presents when he's walking out of the drunk tank. Hey, they just need a uh, wet floor sign where when I've been. Oh, man. <laughs> TMI, man. TMI, TMI, TMI. So, uh, yes, I, I call dinosaurs sometimes. Okay, but I've never been in the drunk tank. I've never been in the drunk tank. I came close to it once. Well, once only. Wow. Well, I guess we can rule out Big Blue as the as the present bandit. Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Jaime? What Let's else just say in Mexico, a, a ten dollar bill got me free. So <laughs> hey, we don't need to know what you were doing at Boys Town, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Happened one time. One time. Yeah. Well, all right. Let me ask you one thing. Do you? Because you already know my answer. Do you, Danny and Big Blue, do you believe in Bigfoot? Yeah, I do, yes. I believe in the mythological creature once existed on this planet. I don't know about it anymore, but at one point did. Okay, well, Larry Sanders, 53 years old, right? Went fishing with his buddy, right? He went fishing with his buddy. um, And they were drinking and fishing, and they got into a little argument, and his buddy threatening him by summoning summoning Bigfoot to kill him. So what did Larry do? He strangled his friend and killed him. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. there's there's two things that are that I'm 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 that um I'm 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 thinking about it like okay first does he believe that Bigfoot is real right obviously or does he believe that he can actually get summoned of Bigfoot well, that, that, my first question is how how would one summon Bigfoot? Uh, is it is it a, is it a, probably big a, shoes maybe a, a mating call? 
Yeah. All right, Big Blue. Let's hear your let's hear your big your your best Bigfoot mating call impression. Oh man. I don't know. I think it puts on. Uh, he takes off his shirt. Exactly. <laughs> You're gonna end up in the back of somebody's car doing that outside. Um, so, Jaime, let's hear your your Bigfoot impression. I already did it. I go. Whoop. <laughs> I think that's what they do. I'm pretty sure. Oh man, we don't find Jaime tomorrow. We know what happened. We know what Ooh. happened. Yeah, we're so, gonna get um duck duck skin around here. So he can make up a good impression. So this guy was afraid that he was that Bigfoot was about to be summoned, so he killed his buddy. Yeah, like big like Beetlejuice. I guess he said him three times, Bigfoot, 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 and then he just showed up. <laughs> he was. I, think, I guess he was on his second one, and he's like, "That nah, I'm gonna take him out before he does the third one." Hey, Blue, they want you to do the Chewbacca yell. You know, you know how to do it, man. Remember when you said "Ala Fresca"? Just do that. Just do that. Say <laughs> horchata, but like in sexy tone. Yeah, do do your sexy voice, Blue. Do your sexy voice. Everybody, everybody's wanting to hear. Uh, I'll do it next time. I have to practice. I I don't. I can't get the. I've tried it before, man. I try and I can't get it. I sound my voice cracks. Really <laughs> We've heard your voice crack, but it's okay. five, 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 five beers, and we'll get them. Five beers, five <laughs> beers. Uh, you have any more, Hannah? Um, I believe I have one more. I'm not really sure. I don't even remember to say the truth. Let me see. Um, okay, let me see. Uh, okay, when you think of a robbery. Do you ever say, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave an IOU behind just in case. No. No, I mean the only time I've ever seen that happen was in Dumb and Dumber. With okay. <laughs> right. 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 Christmas. Blue, yeah. What about you, Blue? You ever heard of that? No. Oh well, you'll be surprised to hear this. A 21-year-old named Lance Kurtz from Florida, of course, right? Uh, yeah. That doesn't. Florida. I don't know why that doesn't surprise me. I don't know. <laughs> he broke into a gas station, took items. He was a nice dude. He left his debit card there just in case. Because the store was closed, he left the debit card there and said he'll pay for it later. He got arrested for breaking and entering when he went back <laughs> to get his debit card. Yeah, But, I mean, you left your card with permission to use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that's cool, right? Take the items. Pay with pay for it right whenever he gets there. Okay, but he broke into the the gas station because it was closed. I mean, that's well, e. well, it depends. Like, I mean, with the door locked, did he break some glass? No, he broke the the, the glass for the door and went in. Oh man, he probably needs some toilet paper. I think. Yeah, yeah, you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. Big Blue thinks that it's justifiable just for the alcohol alone. Um. <laughs> about right. Sounds about right. Man, so Big Blue, what, what, when are you not drinking this week? I mean, when are you going to be drinking this week for us? Everybody wants to know in the live chat. You're muted, by the way. You're still muted. You got to talk after you hit the mute button. I know, but I didn't. I don't know why how I got muted. I never pressed the button. I don't know either. So when are you? When are you going to be drinking with us tonight? This week? I'm off Wednesday, but it's my daughter's birthday, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to make it Wednesday. Oh, that's right. That's right. What about uh, Friday? You're going to be working Friday? 
I think I'm working Friday, but Thursday I'm off, and I don't know what day you want to do that show. But I might jump on on Wednesday. <laughs> I, I drank I drank a lot on Saturday. I'll tell you that much. I went downtown and had an well, you adventure know, running down through downtown. You know what? For the members only, and this is uh, this is a shameless plug for the membership. Please go join this. Big Blue, when he does drink, he is going to do his Bigfoot call and put it yep. on the members only. Shirtless. I would. Well, we we, we don't want to get we want to get this bad. <laughs> No offense, Blue, but we don't want to get this man. <laughs> right. So check out the members. Um, Wednesday, we have, we're going to be talking about the cell towers. We have uh, finally got in touch with El Guapo42. He's, uh, he's also a member of the Drunk Turkey Show. He's going to be coming on. He's done some maps uh, for the Moscow Pullman area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those maps detail cell tower coverage areas. So we'll be able to see in which areas had better areas for triangulation coverage. Perhaps maybe could explain why some of the times or on some of the trips that Brian Koberger was on that, um, uh, why his, um, you know, his service went in and out. Uh, but yeah, uh, hold on. I got to take care of something real quick. I, I just want to say one more thing before I jump off, guys. I got to get ready for work. Um, I just want to say my thoughts and prayers go out to the, the family of Mr. Alex Cervantes, Detective Alex Cervantes. He was the uh, U.S. police officer that was off duty, taking his family. I guess they were going to a store, and it was the middle of the day, and the drunk driver went across lanes and hit them. And... He passed away, and the drunk driver got out, and then he tried to take off running, and a good Samaritan stopped them. Yeah. So I, I thought the oh, yeah. to that family. It's a pretty sad story that came out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drink, you know, get, get an Uber, guys. It's, it's, I don't even think he was that far from his home. That's Dude, and, and in that situation, they arrested the bartender, too, but in that situation, he had actually hit another vehicle first. Okay. And... Yeah, he hit a vehicle and he was fleeing from hitting that vehicle, which is why he was driving, um, speeding supposedly. He was fleeing. He was doing a hit and run, and and then uh, got into that horrific accident. But uh, that's sad. It is, man. It really is. Um, but Wednesday we'll be back. We're going to be talking about the uh, the cell phone towers, and we're going to be getting off here too, Blue. But we'll see you here in a minute. And then on Friday, we'll be having another live show uh, and then a members only afterwards. So please hit that join button. If you don't see the join button, you're part of the uh, the Apple crew. Uh, link is in the description as to how to become a member. But with that said, do you have any uh, final words, Hyman? No, man. Just want to say thanks again to the people in the chat. Uh, you know, super the ones who donated super stickers and all that. I want to say thanks and um, tune in Wednesday and Friday. We'll be here. Yeah, we'll be here. And check us out. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Ring that notification bell. That way you get notified of all of our weekly lives. We also do daily well, breaking news segments every now and mm-hmm. then. You don't want to miss it. That said, we're the Drunk Turkey Show. We'll see you next time. Peace.